Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean mm, That was good That was all nice and good like You know what I watched over the weekend? John Wick 2? No, I watched that today uh, It was a snow day We got two feet of snow It's still coming down pretty hard there's going to be snow plows. Listeners, there's going to be snow plows in the background, uh, and I may lose power, in which case you won't be listening to this. But know what I watched over the weekend. What was that, buddy? It's related to snow. Cocaine bear. Oh, did you? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, I did. Dude, we went and saw that on Friday night, and it was one of the most ridiculous things that, that I've seen in a while, and in the best possible way. It was ridiculous and Every single th- seat in that theater was pretty much full. So I was pretty hype that it has that much reception or that good of reception. Well, good. That and Scream 6 were like packed. Yeah. So good the, on uh, My local theater is actually closing down. Oh, no. Why? Well, I get good. Times is tough, baby. Because all you like North Carolina folk don't go out to theaters and su- support your local theaters. I think the other issue is that, like, there's, like, two IMAX theaters within, like, 20 minutes, and I, I, I liked that it was there, but it's also saying, like, I didn't go to much movies during COVID mm-hmm. or at all, and the ones that I did go see were big ones that I went to the IMAX to see, so. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. I Man, I don't know if if I had an IMAX around me. I mean, I do have one, kind of. It's, like, 40 minutes away. But it would take like a very special movie for me to go and spend twenty dollars on a single ticket to watch. Yeah. No, thank I did you. F- I did it for Dune. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you you like no. that Dune movie? <clears throat> I sure did. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm sure you know why I picked today's movie. Yeah. Because uh, John Wick Four just came out. It's coming out like in the next or, week yeah. or two. And I'm just getting myself all sorts of hype for it. And after watching this today, I was like, fuck, yeah. And then it just <laughs> rolled right onto the third one. And I'm like, yes, injected it to my veins. Although I think did you watch number three, too? Uh, it was on in the background. <clears throat> I remember watching the third one and just not liking it nearly as much as the other ones. So oh, man. I just I just did laundry. I like the third one uh, a lot. It might be. It's might be my favorite i don't know it's so silly <laughs> yeah the, the action is just up to a ridiculous level when he's fighting motorcycle riders on the horse i was like all right man let's go yeah like <laughs> i like how that's, that's your reaction my reaction would have been like, all right man let's go <laughs> and get out of this movie theater <laughs> ah. <laughs> holy shit but no we won't we won't talk about three but uh did you go see that uh did you go see Cocaine Bear with the uh, the the boyfriend and the the young child, the young child and her boyfriend? Was that when you were hanging out with them? Oh my goodness, that was a very backwards, convoluted way of saying that. No, no, no. I just went with Sarah on Friday night. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I didn't know when you were hanging out <clears throat> with the uh, the charming fellow. <laughs> Who are you talking about? 
I get the the new girl's boyfriend. You you were uh, just very. You, you said something in the chat along the lines of like, kids are dumb, right? Oh 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 God no 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 that that is a that is like a hard R movie. That I oh yeah okay that I definitely don't want to be around younger folk watching. <laughs> what was it violent? It's violent. It's gross. It's very heavy language. It's okay. I mean, it's really over the top, but it it's really grotesque, and you know, it's hilarious. But it's uh, pretty bad. It's got the uh, the one funny guy from the Target TikToks or the anti. I think he's a paramedic in the movie. He has like a mustache. I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. The, the only TikToks I see are the <clears throat> ones that Mitch. Did I? T- okay, this is kind of funny. <laughs> if I were to log on to my TikTok right now, I'll have like 35 unopened messages because Mitch will just sit there and send me like message after message. And so one day getting out of work, he was in the back lot, just in the truck, just waiting for a call. And I went over and said, hey. And uh, he's like, oh, let me see your phone. He opens up the TikToks and sits there and opens every single one and wouldn't let me leave until I watched every every message that he sent me. Oh, what a sweetheart. It was awful. (laughs) It was awful. Some of them were funny, but also it was awful. (laughs) Yeah. You TikTok guy? You see, you're older um, than me. That's right up your alley. (laughs) That, that's the thing. I don't do it either, but uh, Mitch will send them to me on Facebook Messenger. He'll send me good ones, and I watch them there. And you open them? Man, I just, yeah. leave, I just leave a laugh emoji or a laugh react and just never open them. I got uh, a co-worker <laughs> will send me some, too. Um, uh, and I like, you know, I enjoy it. It's, it's nice to me because it lets me know that people are thinking about me in some way. Something in that video made them think about me enough to be like, hey. I got to send this to Kyle. And I'm like, all right, man. Appreciate it. That's a good point. Well, I like it. Good on you. Is it a bunch of golf stuff? <clears throat> Destiny stuff? Uh, no. With Mitch, it's usually uh, butts. Okay. And it's great. <laughs> you and, know, it uh, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> for both of you. Uh, for sure. And then with my, uh, my co-worker, it's usually like video game related stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, but you're not one to get hooked on that kind of thing, where you're just sitting not there. myself, I, no. I don't no. get how somebody sits there and just scrolls all day long. Like, by all means, that's awesome if that's what gives you entertainment. I just don't get it. Um, but it seems like I don't we're like, like the only t- two our age that, like, aren't into TikTok. I, yeah. I also don't like them because I feel like they're... I don't, I don't, I feel like it's pandering to the ADHD crowd, which I don't like because it's like short, super fast videos. Although I did like vines a lot. Were you a vine guy? Did you no. ever like those? Oh man. I'll watch a vine compilation still today. Those are hilarious. Aren't they but like TikTok, the same thing? No, vine was shorter and usually it wasn't, uh, TikTok's whole thing is a lot of it is like the lip syncing, like using other media in different ways. Although it's, I, I think it's expanded more. But Vines, I think, like, they were either a hard, like, six or nine seconds long. Like, that was it. And so there was always a lot of funny stuff that people would do in that short amount of time. 
Hmm. That's that's really it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to give it more than that. Uh, I don't know. I never even downloaded Vine, or if that was an app, I don't know. Or if again, it was a website, I didn't either. So. I didn't. I didn't even get into it till after Twitter had already shut Vine down, and then like YouTube would show like Vine compilations, and I was like, "Oh man, these are hilarious." I should have been watching vines. <laughs> <laughs> this is more up my alley. Nine second clips yeah. put together into a twenty minute long video. Yes, yes, that, that's pretty much it. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> hey, internet, do my work for me. Find me the good stuff. Put it together into this one consumable video, and I will pay YouTube thirteen dollars a month to not give me ads. Is that how much red is? I don't know. It's not red anymore. It's premium. I think. I think oh. I pay like 10 bucks a month. But I actually had this come up at work yesterday. Someone's like, wait, you pay for YouTube? And I'm like, yeah, it's one of the only, it's one of the few things that I do. But the amount of time that I spend on YouTube, whether it, it's just mm-hmm. like on my phone or whatever, it's, uh, it warrants it. But the biggest thing for me is the ability to like put it on my phone and then turn off the screen and it keeps playing. Yeah. You they, know? They, they intelligently, Hide that feature behind the premium, because, yeah. Putting that so behind a paywall is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sneaky. I hate him for it, but yeah, yeah, it's a good move. Solid move. <laughs> Absolutely. And I like how Twitch almost does the same thing, where it's sometimes you'll, you know, I'll tune into like a Twitch stream, and it's usually Clock Tower, and that's what I use YouTube mainly for, is listening to games of that, and I, I don't need to watch it. I can just listen to how it's unfolding. And so if I'm watching or listening to something on twitch you go to like close the screen and sometimes it'll keep playing sometimes it won't and i'm like you cheeky fucks just let me listen (laughs) um i've i've i keep saying it I'm, i'm on like the cusp of signing up for youtube uh premium i guess now but you also have a fair amount of movies i know through youtube as well don't you yeah well Yes, by default, because I use like the Google Play Home, whatever, and that at some point integrated with YouTube. And so Mm. that's where you can where I can find all the videos that I've purchased and stuff like that, which actually also makes it incredibly easy and worth it for me to pay for that. Not that I think it makes a difference. Maybe if I'm watching my own videos, it would still let me do it while the screen's up. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it's magic. Someone could probably try to tell me how it works, but I don't believe them. The internet's a series of tubes. Mm. It is a series of tubes. That's what I've heard. A, do you remember that website, You're the Man Now, Dog? No. It, would it have been with okay. D-A-W-G or D-O-G? Uh, D-O-G, it was a playoff of a, <clears throat> a Sean Connery movie where he's like teaching an urban youth um and uh at one point he's mocking him and he says you're the man now dog it became a meme website for a hot minute in the early 2000s huh yeah i had no idea it blew up damn that's so crazy the deep lores that uh i don't know why i know so much about the fucking internet man i spent a lot of time on here it's it's a waste doing like some research thing i saw a video pop up on twitter earlier today where it was kids of the mid 90s talking about the internet Mm -hmm. and it was like really weird and also like very 
We okay, so that was definitely people my age, you know, when they're recording that. And mm-hmm. people my age were smart as fuck, man. Like I was watching these kids be like, this is where this is gonna be the future. This is where we're gonna have our jobs, and this is where we're gonna be getting all our information. I'm like, man, you know what? Good on you, nineteen ninety-five kids. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know where this ramble's going. It makes no sense. What? Did you have the internet early on as a kid? I not super early on, but I had like the earlier AOL. Yeah, which we had. Uh, I only went to like Nick Nick dot com or whatever. Yeah, sure. With your parents' permission? And fuck no, <gasps> Sean. No, they even told you on the TV with your parents' permission. Go to Nick dot com. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, no. I used to. Uh, we didn't get the internet for a long time. I used to have to go to our public library to browse the net. Really? I don't uh, even I would think our library had computers. It was the big thing. There was like an article in the paper. They set up like a whole computer lab in the uh, the kids section and then down in like the the places where the adults could go. But you get on the internet. I remember going to the internet because I had a, uh, a Turok strategy guide. Turok for the N64. Yeah, yeah. And I had like a cheat code section in the back and they're like, go to this website for more cheat codes. And like, I went to the the very first time I ever went on the internet was to get more cheat codes for Turok. Oh but my like, God. The website that they like listed in the back, like didn't work. It was like a broken link. Of course it <laughs> but was. Like, I didn't know what the fuck that was. And the sweet librarian that had also just learned what the internet was also didn't know what the fuck that meant. We had no idea. I tried, I typed that website in like 40 times and it would just bring me to a dead link and I had no idea what was going on. I just wanted more cheat codes, Sean. Did, was there a search engine that you could use? <clears throat> Man, I don't, I don't remember that. I remember the AOL interface, but I don't remember ever really going to websites. AOL was a little different because it, you only browsed through like the AOL sphere. Like yeah. you didn't have. It was weird. It wasn't access to like a full wide open internet. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah. I, I used uh, Netscape Navigator. I remember that. That was my search engine of choice. We also had Ask Jeeves back in the day. Remember that one? No. I mean, never... I've heard of it, but I had never yeah. seen or used it outside of looking back, you know, in memoriam of these search engines. Where am I going with this? Keep going. I don't know. I like I like this internet deep lore stuff. Did you have a? Did you ever download the the bonsai buddy thing? What's the bonsai buddy? It was like, <clears throat> it was this little purple gorilla that like interacted on your desktop, you know, and you could like. The funniest thing that we liked it for is you could type stuff in, and he would like say it in like his robot little voice. So that was always funny. We'd make him say dirty, filthy stuff and laugh. That's uh, funny. but really what it was, it was like. It was horrible virus bloatware that like r- infected your family computer. And uh, I was about to but- say, I while I didn't <laughs> use that gorilla, I did come across um, these like bikini clad women that sure, would sit sure. down along the bar along the bottom of the screen, <laughs> and then you really? did stand up and like do a thing, and I couldn't remove it. And that was my mom's first introduction to me infecting <laughs> her computer with viruses. <laughs> First, but not the last time. Oh, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, she got real uh, good at removing viruses off of computers. 
Yeah, we had to wipe ours quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, man. From there to LimeWire and Kazaa. Oh, yeah. LimeWire, Kazaa, baby. Yeah. The two two horsemen of every computer's apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) I was not a Napster kid, man. I I was. I was. I was Napster from like the creation through the downfall because of Metallica. I remember all of that. Okay. I was there for it all. Uh, Thanks, Metallica. James Hetfield. I never had the burner. I would listen. I would download tons of shit, and I just had all kinds of folders. I love to use, uh, man, Winamp. Were you a Winamp mm-hmm. guy? Yeah, and dude. You could, like, With all the visuals? all the custom skins. Oh, oh yeah. The download skins Matrix, and the visuals? Matrix.winamp.skin from mm. LimeWire that also was a virus. <laughs> mm. Everything on there was a virus. Yo, what kind of piece of shit do you need to be? Back in like 1999 to 2002, where all you're thinking is, wow, this is such a great thing for the humanity of little pirates. Let's give them a virus. You know, (laughs) we had no limes for that shit. We couldn't fight that scurvy. Oh, I'm just now getting the whole lime wire thing. I I mean, I'm I like where we're going with it. Yeah, that's good stuff. Huh. Wow, revelation right now. And now you can just listen to everything you ever wanted to hear. With YouTube Premium. That's true. <laughs> or one of many other streaming services. We are absolutely Although you not get to do, You get to do Lo-Fi Girl, which is one of my favorite. I'd listen to that at work all the time. What's Lo-Fi Girl? <clears throat> Lo-Fi Girl, chill hip-hop beats to st- relax and study to. It's like a, uh, it's what, it's like an endless playlist. Like it's a live video that's been running for like 87,000 hours. And it's Jesus. just, uh, all these cool little, like really chill hip hop beats that just make you think of like a relaxing rainy day. It's okay. one of my favorite channels, man. It's just great background music to chill and listen and work and study to. That sounds pretty banging. Not gonna lie. <clears throat> you would dig it. Um, you dig a lot of things together. I think that's why we have a podcast together, bro. We have similar interests. It turns out like every single day we figure out something else <clears throat> that we're uh, both into. I am. Do you play Slay of the Spire? I have, I think. That's the, uh, it's a 2D game, right? Um, I mean, yeah, but it, like that doesn't really matter. It's a, uh, it's a rogue light um, deck building uh like dungeon crawler thing where you're building a deck to try to get it as far as you can uh you just look it up yeah you so you're building a deck and every encounter you have is using this this deck that starts with 10 cards you know x amount of attack x amount of block and as you get further in you can choose cards to go with different builds make your deck stronger and ultimately try to go through all three acts it is sure. a very unforgiving game, um, but and that's the like, way I like them. And that's where like half of the appeal is. It has that hook of okay, one more run. Let me let me not use this card again. This card sucks. I want to go with this kind of build. <laughs> Get Dude, out of here! It is. I've been playing that game since like 2016 when it was in beta on the PC, and I stopped for a couple years. I got Ryan into it. I bought Ryan it for Switch, and he was obsessed with it for a little while. 
A couple of months ago, back in like November, they announced that they're turning it into a board game. Like some company decided to turn it into a board game because if you look at it, if you take <clears> a step back and look at it, it is you would think that the video game was based off of a board game, but instead they're going the other route. So I actually um, hopped onto, I got a late pledge on that a couple of days ago, which of course sent me into the uh, the the tailspin of playing Slay the Spire again, and I have lost so much time to that game over the last couple <laughs> of days, it is not even funny. Are you playing it on Switch again, or did you get it for your... Uh... Steam Deck. Well, I've had it on PC. Well, I uh, the whole beta thing. I had it on mm-hmm. Steam. Oh yeah, back True. before it was Greenlight. Whatever the program used to be called, Greenlight or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. You know, back before games were out, you could play them. So that's I where have the I controller. Started. One of those Steam controllers. You remember those? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. I got one of those somewhere. I don't know what the fuck even. So huh. I. So I actually just, it's been downloaded on my Steam Deck since I got the Steam Deck. I just haven't played it because at the time I was playing it on Switch and I had like smoked through the game and figured out some crazy builds. And I'm like, what's the point in going back to it on Steam Deck? Well, now I'm going to get all the damn trophies. Aha. God damn it. Maybe. I say that and then give it like three days and I'll never play the game again. (laughs) Godspeed to you, sir. I I salute your... (laughs) Endeavors. <laughs> mm, um, what's up? Are they coming through? Tell them yep. what's up. Are they? Oh, dude, it's nonstop right now. It's so bad. Two out. feet, bro. It sucks. Like, because it's been cold down here now. It's coming from y'all. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. We're we've gotten smoked <clears throat> two weeks in a row, but I'll take it. I knew it was also coming because every year we went to the Louisville Arcade Expo, which was this past weekend. Every single year. I was fucked over by like a blizzard or something. Uh That is true. It it hits this weekend every single year. So I'm not upset. I'm not that mad. The mountain's going to be amazing. I was going to say, plus now you get a, now you get a board on it. Oh, dude, I cannot wait. Are you guys closed again tomorrow? You're going to be open. Oh God. No today. Today's the first day that we announced that we're closing a day ahead of time ever. It seemed rare. Yeah. Like usually it's one o'clock in the afternoon. We're like several hundred dollars in the hole in payroll before they're like, <laughs> all right, well, close it I up. don't know. You guys want to close in like an hour? And we just we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. We're out of here. Yeah. Thanks. Anyways. Anyways. Man, I, something else I was going to fucking tell you. What were you going to tell me? No. Get back in my head. Mm. Thoughts. That Where is what you, you were going to tell me. How do you how did you know, bro? I was getting ready to like write it down so I didn't forget, and then I forgot to write Come it. Come on, you Baba Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga, the boogeyman. Baba Yaga. I don't know why John I said Johnny. Yaga. John Johnny. Baba Yaga. Man, um, I cannot wait for John Wick 4. I'm seeing that. If not day some- one, the second day, right in theaters. <laughs> I saw some of the reviews, and they're like, it's the longest John Wick. Uh, but it's it's John probably Wick? maybe the best. Yeah, they're like it's crazy. It's a nonstop thing. Like yeah, buddy. It's like all right, let's go, bro. Man, I remember. I'm glad that I watched this again because I remember watching it pretty much back to back with the first one. Back when mm-hmm. we did John Wick one, and I'm like, man, John Wick one was just so great. 
that it's so hard to watch one and two back to back and subsequently three right after that because one is so good mm-hmm. that like two just to me didn't feel like it held held as much of a flame next to the first one like in terms of how good it was and then just watching it in isolation today whoo boy it's a good movie two is so fucking like one was a thing and then i like where two goes like with the lore like they start to bring in some deep lore like right off the bat and then we also get like dude just some of the most ridiculous shit (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. like, when he and Comet are walking through like this crowded subway and popping shots at each other with silenced pistols and nobody notices uh-huh. <laughs> it's so suspend your disbelief and just have a good time I love it it's either so suspend your disbelief or like the amount of times that this movie frames frames the world that we live in in such a way that like everybody's a fucking assassin true too yeah. like everybody you could have like i don't know as soon as they he calls in the hit on john wick and everybody's phone starts going off everywhere and it's like what the blue hell and then i'm sure the scene with winston at the end that's all like planted people but it's in the middle of new york city in the middle of the day. So it can't be planted people. So like literally all of those people are assassins. It was a, uh, that was a crazy like little scene too. I liked it. That was a lot of extras, but it added mm-hmm. a lot. Also, uh, another of many, many references to the matrix in this movie. What's that? Tons of the, <clears throat> that scene where they all stop. He, Mm-hmm. He says now and everybody stops. That happens in the very first Matrix when they're in the first training program with Neo. Oh, okay. This movie is directed by one of the stuntmen from The Matrix. Okay. He directed all the John Wicks, and him and Keanu are good friends. Well, bravo on him, because uh-huh. I I would watch all three of these like ten times in a row before watching The Matrix. Really? Man. Yeah. Matrix is still like one of my top 10 movies. These guys are just having fun. Maybe Uh, I'll give it another shot. But yeah, this just seems like a fun love letter to action movies. Like their own stylized action. Yeah, they just keep saying like, well, what can we do next? Yeah. (laughs) This movie opens with, I think, it just opens full octane. Like just over the top. With a motorcycle and car chase, which within seconds of this going on, you're like, there, there's no way this is possible. In the middle of New York City. New York, and there's nobody around? In the middle of New York City, where, yes, there is cars there that cause the ca- the chasing car to have to, you know, take a side street, drive two blocks that way, and then start going, you know, to try to catch up to the motorcycle. But there's no way in hell... This car is going so fast to get in, th- in front of this motorcycle to cut back over two blocks to get in front of it so the car- motorcycle hits it. But who cares? Yep. Like, in my head, I was like, that's so unrealistic, but this fucking rocks. Not only that, once that happens, then, like, he just gets casually out of the car, walks over. There's never any cars that drive by in the nope. middle of New York. Love it. Every bit of it. And then... When he gets, dude, 
the fucking when he gets his car back and he does oh. the sideways ramp out. Yes, <laughs> that's the dude. coolest thing ever. The car turns like care. sideways in midair, lands. And this is such a cool fight scene. We've all thought about, I'm sure, in these movies where somebody's getting chased by a motorcycle, right? And he does the thing that I think we all think that somebody should do. Crack the door open, slam on the brakes. So the dude just drives right in. Does it. This is his beloved car and is just sacrificing every (laughs) bit of it to take everybody out. Because he's here to get his car back. From the who is this guy? We got Abram Tar- Tarasov from yeah, he's the brother of the guy from the first movie. Yes, um, isn't that his nephew? The so the bad guy that he kills is the nephew, but like the yes. yeah, you're right. His, his dad yep. is their brothers. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Is fun. Yeah, you're it's, right. Again, Peter Stormare, and he's only in this because he's buddies with Keanu Reeves. They were mm-hmm. hanging out one day. Talking about the first one, and Peter Stormare was like, well, what do I got to do? And Keanu was like, well, fuck it. You're in, bro. That's amazing. We're talking about, I, uh, you're talking about Abram? Uh-huh. That's nice. Peter Stormare. Uh, very similar thing also. What's that? Absolutely kills it in this movie. Oh, yeah, of course. He's Jesus. And a great, just a little, and they give the shot, and he's like, to peace. <laughs> he's like, I don't want anything to do, John Wick. I'm sorry, man. Hey. This started, and, uh, like, his character being introduced in this movie st- started with, like, one of my favorite lines of the whole movie is when his little henchman's, you know, he comes in and he's like, is this all is this all necessary? And he starts going on and on about how insane and crazy John Wick is. And, you know, he's going through all the stories that everybody's heard. And he's like, three men in a bar. And the other guy's like, with a pencil. And dude's yeah. like, yeah, with a pencil. Who the fuck does that? And then he says... The story you've heard about this man, if anything, have been watered down, which yeah. I love because that is every sin in this movie. How do you describe everything that happened in this movie without either having to water it down or to have it just sound like it's the most ridiculous thing in the world? Ugh. It set up it set up everything perfectly. And I loved how even in that scene where he's in the car chasing the motorcycle, you don't see John Wick's face until like five minutes into the movie because he's always shrouded in shadows. He's always hiding in the shadows or it just doesn't show his face. It saves the big reveal until like he's this intimidating, imposing, slender, gonna fuck you up of a man. He's Slender Man. (laughs) He's the boogeyman, the Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga. He's gonna get you. It's uh Woof. It's it's pretty brutal. I love that. Uh well we talk oh, uh the part where he ramps the Mustang out of the the warehouse. Yeah. And they they just they destroyed that car on that take. On that take? I imagine uh-huh. it must have destroyed yeah. the axle or something, dude. Yeah, it fucking yeah. it trashed it, it said. <laughs> the way it came out, dude, the whole thing must so have twisted cool. once it Yeah, landed. you have to think, yeah, it <gasps> probably fucked it up real bad. Over torqued it. But it's such, it's so cool looking. Yeah, you had to do it, man. You start talking about like the <laughs> lore and everything. This movie is so rich in the lore of their underworld. I I am absolutely in love with it. 
you know, fr- from everything that's going on at the Continental um, to you have Winston, all of the rules that everybody has to follow. You've got the high table, all of these different things to the coins, uh, which I, I believe was a thing in the first one. I haven't seen that one in a while. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, he offers peace because he just wants to retire. He wants to get his car back. He wants to retire. It's got s- stuff in there from his, you know, dead wife, right? And so once he gets home, he feels at peace. He buries all stuff. He goes through this whole thing of putting shit in his basement and covering it in concrete, which was just so cool. You know, he knows it's there. Break in. That is his break in a case of emergency basement flooring, mm-hmm. you know. And within minutes, we see that he's dragged back in because he's got that that token that he uh, shared with what's his face. The blood. Santino. Yep. Santino D'Antonio, he's got he owes him the blood debt that he uh, uh it, it's not understood what Santonio did or Santino did, but uh, he did something he back did some- when John got out the first time, which was uh, the impossible task. Yeah, uh, as Winston calls it later. But he John got out, but he did it by having to owe a blood debt to Santino, who finally comes to collect that blood debt, which means John. Has to get back in the game. I like this explanation the best for because uh, originally they they had it kind of be silly. They were gonna have him like try to avenge his cat next. Mm-hmm. That's which, that's so silly, you mm-hmm. know. And this goes into explaining. Winston reminds him, you know, when he goes to Continental because obviously uh, uh, Santino blows up his house when he says that he's not gonna do this task for him. And he goes to the Continental, which is the coolest fucking building, dude. For yeah. no reason other than it's just a haven for these folks in the middle of New York City. Um, and he's reminded that uh, there's two rules you have to fi- uh, follow. No killing on the Continental grounds, and you have to honor every marker. If you do either one of those, if you don't do either one of those or whatever you you know what I'm trying to say. You're a dead yes. man. Basically, you're a dead man. And so, well, John's got to do it. Excommunicado. But yes, he does have to do it, essentially, or else... Yeah, either way, he's not getting out because he'll put the hit out. Which, again, fucking little bastard. It doesn't matter in the end. Uh, and John matter knows in the that. End. He breaks the, both of them. <laughs> John... Uh, it's crazy. I love the the grenade launcher that that dude used. It was like all carbon fiber and cool and slick looking. That thing it looked like badass. that thing weighed half a pound. <laughs> it was so fucking sick, man. <laughs> that thing was awesome. And it just boop, boop, oh, so boop. dope. Uh, Santino, the actor. Uh, I don't have his name in front of me. Ricardo Scaramucci. What a fantastic casting for Santino. Yeah, he did very very good. Jesus is so good. The the casting in this movie in general is just exceptional. Exceptional. You know, we got another uh, John Leguizamo. You know, he's back. He's the auto dude that he drops his car off and, you know, he tells him he'll he'll see him in a couple of years when he's done replacing (laughs) the car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think John Leguizamo worked on this movie for one day uh you can tell absolutely <laughs> all of his shots could be shot and could have been shot uh-huh. in an hour total, total we had uh 
we had two two head assassins again. I think did we have that in the first? Well, none so prolific as Common and uh, Ruby, Rose. Ruby Rose. Yeah, We're both in this movie. Ruby Rose plays the mute assassin who communicates via sign language, and Common is the head bodyguard for uh, Santino's sister Gianna, <clears throat> who uh, is what the blood debt is all about. Of Ricardo course, it's to take or, out his sister, who is yeah. on the high table, because he's jealous that he didn't get the spot at the high table, which is all just part of this lore that's being built in this movie. And I can't remember how it progresses into the third movie. Can't remember. I'm going to have to sit down and watch the third movie again before the fourth one, before I see the fourth one. But this is just setting up so much cool stuff. And yeah. as you would imagine, John travels to Rome because he's got to he's got to do this task. You he mm-hmm. doesn't want to. Everybody that he talks to, he's like I've got to do it. Even Common, who is, you know, he's in charge of protecting Gianna. He runs into him and he's like I had to do it. I didn't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. It's his, it, her brother. <laughs> yeah. And he knows it, but uh yeah, I like that yeah. too. I like the the professional courtesy Common and uh John when he have stabs for each them. other. Yeah. And he doesn't give that same courtesy to Ruby Rose later. No. Um, I, I really liked the fact that she was a mute character. Did it need to be done? No, no. not at all. But it it added more stylization to a movie that's already stylized as fuck. Like, everything in this drips with yes. just, yeah. oh, it's it's got the drip. It does have the drip, indeed. Uh, it's very slick. Again, we see John being just an absolute methodical monster. Um, when he, I like that when he goes to Rome, he's basically like, you know, he's staying at the Rome version of the Continental there. Yep. And uh, the one question that that version of the Winston asks, he's like, are you here for the Pope? And John's like, no. He's like, all right, you can stay here then. <laughs> I love that that was the first thing that was asked. Yeah. And then he goes on this shopping spree, which is, oh, dude, just such a dope seed. The, the sommelier. Like the, the sommelier, man, of course. That that was the highlight scene. <laughs> they're, all, they're describing all these guns in, like, terms of wines and wine yeah. pairings. It's so and fucking. for the dessert, all of these have been sharpened with the finest of stones. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, mm. it's it's a very, oh yeah, and then again contrasted again later when he goes to the Bowery, and uh, although the Bowery's always just a front too. What a great fucking flick, man! Also, we get Lori F- or Lori Larry Fishburne is back. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. He's <sighs> he's a character. I love. Hmm. I love the character. I love the character. Let's just say that. I love the <laughs> um I love the idea that in this world you have everyone from people who sit at high tables and are of like almost royalty in this where like if you touch them you're done. You know, basically the fact that John killed Gianna is basically handing him a death sentence as it is as we find out with the fact that Santino's like you got to kill my sister. Then he kills his sister. And he's like, well, 
I mean, I have to I avenge my sister. I have to avenge my sister now. It's yeah. like, you slimy fuck. But yeah. all the way down to the Bowery King, who are just, it's homeless people and people, well, air quotes, homeless people on all the yeah. corners begging for change, but they're all highly trained people. They mm-hmm. are the ears of this world. They know everything. They're trading in secrets. They're like the, what is it, the spider or whatever his name is from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, sure. Or, uh, yeah. I really like that fact, too, that uh, I was like, that's actually a brilliant thing. Like, you have all these, like, highly trained assassins that just blend right in with everyday New York. Like, that's yeah. such a great touch. I love when, uh, you know, Keanu runs up to the, or, I'm sorry, John Wick runs up to the first guy in the subway, and he, like, gives him the coin, and he, he hides him, and then he's like, God, he, he pulls out the gun real quick and pops those two other assassins yep. ah there's assassins that just have day jobs as trash men <laughs> dude it's so good i love that this is like you just corrected yourself there there's so many movies where we just refer to people as their actor name whereas yeah. this is i'm like this is john wick this isn't yeah. keanu reeves like this is john wick but you're so right that scene where he just gets hit and the fact that he knows pretty much no matter what who he goes up to he knows who to talk to who to give money to you know, these people and are I love, everywhere. I love, too, that, you know, they all know who he is, too. Everybody is still, like, all the mysticism people talk about John Wick with in this movie. I love that shit. The boogeyman. Like, oh, wait, John Wick? Oh, They're, oh, hello, Mr. Wick. Everywhere he goes, everybody, like, treats him with respect. Like, even the assassins, like, are like, fuck, man, it's $7 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they I'm know sp- they're going to get killed. It's... I was about to say, there's this deep-rooted fear of him and deep-rooted respect and fear and all of that. But as soon as uh, – oh, shit. Who do they call? To, it's like they need a notary or something. What the, What was the way that they phrased it when they get the contracts done? You know what I'm saying? When they have to call in and there's that there's that lady just sitting yeah. at a phone waiting to process these contracts, which I again is another cool – it's so of stylistic. This weird world, man. Yeah. That's so Ugh. stylistic. It's got all like the uh the alti goth girls in like their pink things and they've all got tattoos and yeah. piercings, but they work in a professional office setting, just like putting out these contracts and stuff for all these. contracts and yeah. extra monocado contracts and <laughs> but man, as soon as everybody's phone starts going off, no matter how much fear or respect they have for him. Seven million be seven million, dog. Yeah. I like, too, that all the assassins have, like, the same model phone that they use for these things. It's like that that flip mm-hmm. up slide that's still, the like... slide up? It's an old text with, like, tactile buttons. When did this I think movie that's come also, out? It was 2017. 2017, and they had the slide-up phones like that. I think, again, that's another uh, reference to The Matrix. There's a lot of them in this movie. That's again, also a good call. Lawrence Fishburne, yeah, reunited with Keanu Reeves again. So that's a that's another huge one. He also says they have they said a line there too, and I was like, I forget what it was, but it's all, it's like a, another play off the Matrix line. Like I said, tons of Keanu, the director, both Matrix people. Um, mm-hmm. So, how about that just, doctor, huh? Which doctor? So uh, he ends up a lot of things on here really comes down to a time frame, whether it be, you know, the hit coming out on him. It's going to start in X amount of minutes 
or oh. um, whatever, you know, and he ends up, what, getting stabbed or whatever and goes to see the doctor in his apartment. Or am I thinking about the third one? I think that's the third one. Okay, never mind. We'll yeah. save that for that one. <laughs> that one has a lot of like timing. Yeah, yes. that is the third one because mm-hmm. he gets stabbed in the library. Yep. This one yeah. does have. Uh, mm-hmm. We actually do see John Wick use the pencil to take out three dudes in this one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool little thing. Also, man, I love when he's like going to do the assassination, and he knows like it's going to be hot on the way out, so he like sets up guns on the way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Grab him yeah, on the way up, out. He sets up the rifle, and then, yeah, he's got the, the shotgun. Holy shit, dude. You're talking about the <laughs> Gianna one, right? Yeah, when he, he kills her in Rome, and he's leaving. Uh, I like how he... she knows, like, she knows that there's no way out of it, so she just cuts her own wrists. Uh-huh. And, like, goes through this long thing. She knows he doesn't want to do it. She she just knows that she's as good as dead, and she goes out her own way. But, of course, he's got to shoot her in the head. You know, yeah. before he leaves, because that's, you know, he was sent there for that one thing. Um, but, dude, you were talking about the, you know, killing people with pencils. How about when he meets Santino in in the museum, in the art museum, right? And he's sitting next to him talking to him. He's just boiling with rage. And Santino asks him, he's like, you're thinking about it, aren't you? What are you thinking about using her pen? Oh. That guy's walking cane over there. And he's just laying out all these things because he scoped it out as well. Oh, fuck, man. I love this movie. Yeah. And then John Wick's like, nah, I'd use my, my fists. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, Sh- Sharon, Lance Reddick. He absolutely kills it, too. Oh. His love affair with the dog is delightful. I love when he shows up to John's house after he's there when it's burnt down. And he's like, please, come stay with me. <laughs> I'll yeah. give you. You can stay at my house. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, ah, also, yeah. when his when his house burns down after the grenade launcher, you know, and he's going to leave and you have the police officer there. And he's police officer oh, goes, you yeah. working again? And he responds. And you just know the cop knows that shit's about to go down. Like it is the the best little foreboding scene of what's to come. <laughs> he's like, you working again, John? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Ah. I do love man the the I love when it explains that they sew the uh that bulletproof fabric into all of his suits. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, it, you won't get shot, but it'll still hurt like a son of a bitch. And like later on, after he's taken a couple of hits, it shows him and he's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I like how after he kills Gianna and he runs into Common in the middle in the middle of this party or Cassian in the middle of this party slash you know music festival whatever he's like you here on business he goes yeah is it done yeah and then they just start shoot they shoot each other in the chest like 10 times and they're both wearing the same bullet, bulletproof stuff so uh-huh. <laughs> oh so chef kiss and then they're just like man oh! <laughs> and they yep. both know it sucks it's quite good it's uh, Common was great in this. I think uh, I read uh, Keanu did 95% of the stunts. The only two that he didn't do were the when ones. Common hits him with the car mm-hmm. in Rome. And then that very next scene where they're rolling down the stairs. Keanu didn't do any of that, which I don't fucking blame you, bro. <laughs> you can absolutely. There was a 
a stunt in this movie that I was shocked that you 100% could tell that Kiana had done. At the very beginning of the movie, this is after his door had come off in the car and he was back in the warehouse. There was a scene where, you know how he was like, he tail whipped a guy with his car into a pole, which was badass as fuck. But literally 20 seconds later, his car gets T-boned by like a taxi and he (laughs) whips out of the car. It is a no cut scene of John of Kiana dipping out of that car. I was like, holy shit. He actually oh, did that. Yeah, and just get, and just walks out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so a, crazy. It's pretty sweet, man. Uh, again, and kudos to him. And, all you know, I think we talked about it last time, too. I don't know how you can. If you watch, there's tons of videos on YouTube of mm-hmm. uh, Keanu doing, like, the gun training segments where he's, like, he's actually really trained in all that shit. So all that, all the double tap stuff. I love it. I he love does the, the idea work. That, yeah. I love the it's so it's so well choreographed. All of it works. I love when <laughs> he catches like one of the any person off guard or so many people get shot in the leg in this movie. That's <laughs> there's another like three dudes get he blasts them in the leg with a shotgun and they stay standing and it's like no that thing would blow their fucking foot right off. Which is like the complete opposite of the beginning of the movie when he's dismantling everybody in the warehouse and then the big lumbering motherfucker comes in and he finally, that's when he finally pulls a gun out and blasts both of his kneecaps and you've got, uh, you've got what's his name in the other room just hearing this guy howling. And the next thing, he hears John walk up. Yeah. I love that scene where we just keep on Peter Stormeyer's face. Yes, dude. Yep. So he good. knows it's coming. And the relief when he just offers peace. But he knows that John Wick can't get peace. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. Peter <sighs> Stormeyer's a good actor. He, he looks scared because yeah, John Wick could kill you at a moment's notice. Yeah. Peter Stormeyer. Man, oh, man. He's also, uh, have you ever seen Constantine? Yeah, I saw that in yeah. theaters. I haven't seen it since then, though. Peter Stormare is also in Constantine. Because he hmm. and Keanu are good friends. I remember it not being that great of a movie. See, I like, like Constantine a lot. Oh, it's stylistic as fuck, too. So, he is, he's just got a face, like a badass uh-huh. face. Uh-huh. He plays villain very well. That's why he's constantly doing it. Plus, he's... He's got the accent, which it's Swedish, but, you know, he can make it work with anything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, I think I know where we're both going to land on this, but you want to throw out some ratings on this bad boy? Uh, sure. Unless, right. I don't know. Do you have anything else to, to add? No, I've got nothing else. To, dude, I yeah. could gush about this movie for like I mean, an I hour. could too. Like somebody can mention a scene and I'll just gush about that one scene forever. It, like I said, st- I'll save it for my rating. Um, <laughs> do you have a rating for yourself? I'm just now thinking I. Jeez, man, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's so many. There's um, like the gimmies. There's the easy ones. Like I know. How many, how many guns are you bringing into this battle? You right, know? right, right. Okay. Um, okay, I got one for you. Okay, you go and then I'll keep thinking because I'm close. Okay. Kyle, 
You, okay, so you have a car that someone's stolen. You love this car very mm-hmm. much, and you'll do anything to get it back, okay? You sure. get this car, but it will it will require you to go through an insane battle, fist fighting. You're going to be using this dope-ass wire to choke people in the mouth, and you're breaking kneecaps, all that stuff. You get into your car, and the fight continues. You're going to keep going. Parts of your car are going to come off, but you're going to make it out of here. Kyle, on a scale of 1 to 32 breakable car parts on your car, mm-hmm. how many parts of your car fell off that show your love of this movie. <clears throat> okay, or hate Sean. Of this movie, I guess. No, I. Uh, all right. So the more parts that fall off, the more I love the movie. Actually, okay. So let me continue. And then you get home, but then you're like, I gotta bring this to my buddy Aurelia, and Aurelia is like, bro, this is gonna cost a hundred dollars. This is gonna cost ten dollars per part that I have to fix. Okay. How many parts is he gonna fix? <laughs> I, I guess have to do ten, that no <laughs> ten dollars per part out of 32 parts what i'm saying is uh this car is showing up to my house like the car that you beat up in street fighter 2 okay so 32 out of 32 3200 dollars full nice full force like all the way 100 i think it's only 320 but that's fine. Yeah, I'm bad at math. <laughs> it's been established before. Um, <laughs> oh man, I hope I gave you enough time as I went. Yeah, as oh, I've forever. got mine too. I thought of it, and I'm I'm glad that you went with the car because mine, Sean, is if you were, you know, a world class assassin as you are, and you were being hunted in the middle of a crowded subway and the other assassin hunting you was up above you and you had 15 shots in your silence pistol. Uh, how many shots of those 15 are you going to pop off at him with 15 being the most that you like this movie? Oh, heck yeah. I'm dude. I'm just, I probably would have hit him on my first one, <laughs> but, but then you got to go up and you just got to make sure he's dead, you know? And like, it's, I've been rusty a little bit. It's been a while since I've been assassinating, you know? I retired. So I got to go up. I'll shoot at him again while he's dead, but, you know, I'll miss. And then I'll do that another 13 more times. <laughs> um, I was very much so in love with Commando when we did that in December because it's so over the top and funny and ridiculous. This is my ideal action movie, though. This uh-huh. is like he's calculated. He's the the lore is incredible. It's slick, fun. It's slick. The aesthetic of the movie is wonderful. His his attire, his yeah. clean black attire. He looks cool. He looks so fucking dope, and he's cool, and he doesn't need to be some juiced up dude. It's nope. slick. He's getting the job fucking done. I love this movie, and I'm glad that you went with my uh, recommendation of this movie for this week. I, I appreciated it. It came out of nowhere. I didn't know where we were going late the other night. You're like, hey, man, do we do John Wick 2 yet? And I was like, no. And you're like, because we are. That's <laughs> what like we're that. doing, man. Uh, one Before we get off here, one, for some reason, just popped in my head. And that tunnel shootout scene after he murders the sister in Rome 
when he gets the shotgun, I remember at one point he like takes out three dudes, but like the third dude, he just empties the fucking shotgun into. He dumps like five shells into this dude when he's on the ground. And I remember being like, why? What did that guy do? Because he was me rating the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it makes all the sense now. So it, <laughs> he's been rusty. Yeah. He retired for like a day and a half. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, dude. He just dumps five shells into this dude after he's already dead. I was like, oh, okay, man. But it goes to show, comes. man. We didn't even really talk a lot about the end because there's all that, and then like yeah. the fact that he actually did kill, you know, Santino on the Continental grounds because that what you just mentioned made me think he's so calculated. But he does let his emotions run things a lot of time and yep. does cloud how clear he thinks. And that's a good example. And also the fact that he already he realizes he's already a dead man. So he just kills. He shoots Santino in the head while Winston pleads with him not to. Yep. Oh, Goes so good. Sorry. But I figure we'll get deeper into yep. that because it comes yep. full circle in John Wick 3, which I'm assuming yeah. will be coming up sometime soon. But... Uh, I don't know. Do you have what we're going to do next? Or are we going to come up with it as a surprise again? Um, I didn't think about it. Cool. Uh, That's if fine. I'm going to be completely honest. But I will probably have it by the time this episode goes out. We could probably All put right, it buddy. on the post. Yeah. Well, uh, I look forward to pick, figuring out what you're going to do next. I've got a little list going for uh, when it comes back around. I, I know what I want to do for the first one back. Okay. But I think I think you've got like three more. I've got three more. Okay. Right, so. Actually, you wanna you know what I'm gonna do, listeners? Stick around after the after the music. I'm gonna let you know what the movie's gonna be. There we go. It's gonna be a secret between us. I won't even tell Kyle. <laughs> until right, the day Sean. after this comes out. <laughs> well, uh, until then, Sean, uh, what can the listeners go do? Mm, you can go ooh. You can go blood oath yourself. That one sucked. You can go assassinate yourself.